we're going to have a low scoring game and the Guardians win it by a field goal at the end and they go up. Back in the NFL I'm going to see the same type of uh, momentum they had from last week. I think they can continue running the ball. St. Louis will win and defeat Seattle 24-16. to Into Seattle territory for the first time. They pull it back and another completion all the way into the end zone. Easy touchdown, St. Louis. You're going to see at least three interceptions in this game, two of them going back for touchdowns. Bold prediction from OV. Saw there from the ground. Third and 15, rough next run is stunned. Jones. Intercepted again, it's Nichols for the second time today. Landry Jones has three interceptions in the first quarter. I'm taking Tampa. They're going to get their first win because DC's staggered. Coming again, safety blitz, a lob in the middle of the field, and DeAndre Goolsby with the touchdown for Tampa Bay. Mark Tressman's team going to find their first win. All right, that was uh, week four of the XFL. I am Joe McGuire along with Tyler Bard and Ovi Munez. Uh, listen, I thought it was a really great week of football for the most part. We're starting to see, I think, a little bit of separation uh, the goods from the bads, uh, particularly a quarterback play. We'll kind of delve into that. Um, first down, though, let's just deep dive into these football games. Your New York Guardians, Tyler, looked pretty good. Survived the close game against the L.A. Wildcats 17-14. Louis Perez started at quarterback. Uh, did a heck of a job for the most part. I said a heck of a job. That's for the not, most part, is it's a fair. For the most part, a, a, an honest <laughs> assessment. Uh, kicker Matt McCrane kicked three field goes uh, in the win. The Seattle Blackhawks defeated the Seattle Dragons 23-16. Jordan Tamo led his team with 20 for 27 passing, 264 yards in a score. He ran 16 also for 63 yards. Uh, defense looked pretty good. Dexter McCoy led the team with six tackles, and Will Hill had a huge interception of uh uh, B.J. Daniels that pretty much sealed the win. Uh, it was the first ever Texas throwdown between the Houston Roughnecks and the Dallas Renegades. The Roughnecks are the best team in the game. By far. It, it is uh, indisputable at this point. I'm going to bake that later on. I look forward to getting into that one with you. Uh, yes. The outcome of the game, favorite of Roughnecks is their defense collectively held the Renegades uh, to earn bragging rights as they go to 4-0 in the standings. Renegades QB Landry Jones uh, trend, uh, trended number one throughout the game. He threw three picks on his first three possessions. If you have any question why Landry Jones was available to the XFL, uh, decision-making certainly goes a long way. Question answered. Houston defeated Dallas 27-20, and Tampa Bay uh, won their first game of the season. They shut out the D.C. defenders. Uh, and I got to tell you, uh, Cardell Jones... Definitely trending in the wrong direction Yeah. at this point. Tyler, overall, uh, Guardians, you kind of want to uh, talk about that a little bit oh. and, and the play of uh, Louis Perez. Well, I just I just love that I uh, nailed it last week, calling, calling both of the underdog wins, like, out of nowhere. I was just, I could feel it. Guard up, man. Um, you know, that game, though, it was, 
It wasn't the most exciting. I'm about to throw something at him. He Look believes it. it. He yeah. believes his you, own. I got yes, that's you, what's I killing me credit. right now. You told me not to wear this hat this week. You uh, did say that. I, I, you I, said I, you tell him, and Joe, what you said, pride. And you're dang right, pride. <laughs> My guardians <laughs> are going to win out. They're going to come in, and they're going to win this season. Um, but I will say, if you're talking just about this game, it was... It wasn't boring to the fact that uh, you weren't on the edge of your seat to the end of the game. It just, there wasn't a lot happening. It was field goal, field goal, field goal. Oh, look, a random touchdown. So just kind of slow paced, but at least it was close and kept everyone, uh, you know, on the edge of their seat waiting to see how it would end. Landry Jones went down in a, in a heap uh, at the end of the uh, Dallas-Houston game. Could be a big loss for them uh, if he's uh, unable to go. Well, the way that he played every game, he threw two inter- at least two interceptions. So it whether that's – I mean, but he always bounced back and drive that offense. So I think that's going to be a big loss. He's out for at least two weeks, as what they said today. Bad news for them. I mean, again, you know, I, I think one of the places you're going to get exposed in this league – and we're going to get into ratings uh, come third down, is the uh, idea that there's not a lot of depth at quarterback. Yeah. And uh, that does have the potential to be problematic, uh, obviously, uh, here in the short term, but but certainly uh, would be in the long term as well. All right, now let's uh, let's move on over to our second down. A little hot or not, we'll play, guys. Sure. Um, who's hot? Uh, we'll go with the Guardians right off the bat. You just sort of talked about it. Louis Perez, first start, quarterback rating of ninety six point six. Defensive end Jarrell Owens, two sacks in the game, continues to dominate. Um, what do you like about Louis Perez? Is and is Matt McGloin done? Are we done with this yet? Or or what what what's happening in New York? Well, you did say last week McGloin going 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 right. So, anyways, <laughs> Perez, I That's feel like funny. that offense was a little different. Yeah, I think they were all motivated. They were all focused. And, and, and again, this goes back to we said this every week: leadership. You got to have a leader in that team. You need guys to look up to somebody, and Perez gave that to that team. Yeah, he, he totally did. You, you could feel a, a completely different atmosphere with that team. And as much as I want to like Matt McGloyd, um, his <laughs> attitude is just poor, and, and that's not uh, conducive or conductive to a, a good team. No, and Kevin Gilbride said it best last week when he was talking to his wide receiver that there has to be some changes and stuff, and he 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 made it. Yeah. He did what he said he was going to do. Yeah. So, but yeah, man, Perez, awesome. I think the defense entirely played a, one hell of a game, and it was a close game all the way to the end. Yeah. It could have been – they could have just fell flat. That interception at the mm-hmm. end, is it just sealed the deal, and that was that was one of those just like – it felt like a playoff moment where – that's that's what all these games have felt like, though. All those – the crowds are just so into it that that interception at home to basically end the game was was pretty, pretty incredible. Do you guys think the Seattle Battlehawks have the best offense in the game? Well, St. Louis? Let me correct you on that because you say? messed up earlier. Seattle. Oh, no, did I? St. Louis Battlehawks. St. Louis is who yes. I meant. Uh, You've done it twice. I can't allow it a second Did I really? <laughs> yes, you did. 
We allowed it once. Maybe I want to rename some of these teams. (laughs) Oh, man. Seattle Dragons, St. Louis. St. Louis Battlehawks. Well, my bad. Uh, It was S&S. It's fine. Yeah, right? (laughs) Close, but no cigar. Yeah, but the Battlehawks were outstanding. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, Listen, between Tamu (laughs) and Michael and Matt Jones, 43 carries, 143 yards, uh, about 75% of their plays on the ground. I don't know why more teams aren't doing that. Uh, it, it, it shocks me. Because the, the, the XFL was designed to have more passing games, everything fast. You're supposed to have all these trick plays, and we're not seeing any trick well, plays whatsoever. You're, 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 I mean, well, you know, it's funny. We saw, oh, uh, boy, uh, it was actually in that game. Uh, on the reverse, the wide receiver yes. comes around the corner. I mean, easy. Run it in. Yep. Backpedal it in, high step it, do the worm, (laughs) anything, and he throws a pass, and and the pass was on the on the money, big drop, and and I'll tell you, there were there were uh, about four or five big drops this weekend, and again, I feel like that really hurts gameplay. Yes, sure, it, does. it does. You know, you 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 had a. Uh, I'm I'm almost. I think Cardell Jones tossed one down the field that. Oh, wide, wide open. open. Oh, I mean, you you dream scenario in, in the away. NFL. Ah, it happens in the XFL. It, it can't happen right now. No, I agree. the 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 league got to be more established before there's moments like that 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 cost teams game. Otherwise, you're going to start losing interest. And and there needs to be a level of expectation, um, you know. And, and and as we sort of go through uh, the list of hot and not, uh, I said something uh, about a particular player who I thought was MVP quality. Y'all wanted to credit his receiver, and we'll get into him in a hot <laughs> second. Um, Landry Jones, obviously the three picks out a couple of weeks uh, with injury. Yo, he's cold, very cold. He is ice he's cold right he, now. Yes, yes, ice cold. Um, but Cardell Jones uh, seems to have lost his edge as a starter. His quarterback rating is a 30.9. The offense has really struggled under head coach Pat Hamilton and offensive coordinator Tanner Ergstrand. Uh, I thought Cardell Jones, when the season started, could be the guy. I think everyone. And I, I'm already, I, uh, you know, I, I wrote some notes here, you know, and, and he's going to have to turn it around. Because my thought is, and we'll kind of get into that in third down, is, is you know, if these guys play really well and you lead your team to the playoffs or, or you, you lead your team to the XFL championship, you're not, you're not re-signing with the XFL. That's not what you're doing. You're, you're probably getting an NFL contract. And that's a, that's a big if. You know, it certainly it is. Right. It certainly is. But I, I thought Cardell Jones was on his way. And suddenly I'm thinking, uh, this is the reason why you're not in the NFL. But this is only four weeks. There's 10, 10 total games. You're 40% of the way through, though. Yeah, we're right. almost halfway. That's, that's the problem. But you the could say, is, you know, last week we said it was three games. Half of it wasn't really his fault. It's like what you said also is that he, throw, he threw the – he's throwing the passes. Yeah. Receivers are not catching. So now you have trust issues. But then that again, instead of being a leader – you're going to go on the sideline and pout. Oh, he shouldn't even be starting. He shouldn't be this. And right. there's microphones everywhere. We can hear you. We can hear you we can hear you. Home. I, I think that is a massive reason as to why a lot of people aren't watching is because of the negativity of the sideline, the negativity of the players and coaches. We can hear everything you say. 
So you need to be careful when these guys are coming out being downers. And but at the same down. time, though, you are knowing the true value of that player. But maybe it's best not to. I don't. I don't want. I'll go to the NFL for for an uh, example. I don't want to know what Antonio Brown's saying on the sideline. I, w- I want to have no I do. clue. Look, no, my, we hear. I, I, we hear. I, I, I've watched a Lawrence Taylor video. It's like two and a half minutes long of him on the sideline. Like you, dirty dog, son of a bitch. I want to kill you. Yeah. I mean, I, I, I've watched that video a million times. I, <laughs> I absolutely adore and love the sideline. Uh, you know, a, any of the a, a NFL films where, where they're talking, you know, where you had Jerry Glanville, NFL, the no fun league, not for long. And I, I want to hear the insight. But I want to hear the insight, but I also want to care. Yeah. Okay. This is your other problem. You know, again, when, when, when you... Look, Will Hill comes off the field after a big pick. Talk to Will Hill. I yeah. like Will Hill. I'm a fan. Mm-hmm. Again, for the most part, some of these guys are coming off the field and they're talking junk. It's not endearing to the fans. You don't know the guy. You're nothing invested in that right. guy. Right. And I, and I think again, you know, when, when when you look at when you look at the WWE, yeah, right. And I mean, week to week, I could be a heel. I could be, I could be, uh, right. I could be a good guy. You could again. be a heel. You could be a ba- uh, baby face. Baby yeah. face, right? Yeah. I, I, I mean, you, you could. The reason you can get away with it is because people know you, right? You're always oh, out of character. Now he's a heel. Oh, we didn't see. Oh, what's this alliance he's forming? That's why you care. In the XFL, it's hard to care if I don't know who these guys are, right? And I think the league would 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 really it, it would behoove them to do more to promote the players and the faces and the guys that are really standing out because if you're not an XFL fan, you really don't know any of these guys at all. And we're not going to know because there ain't, there's not that much publicity going on. We're not hearing the XFL throughout the week. We only hear them the day before, yep. the morning of. And then if you're not tuned into that channel, you're not going to know who the players are. Yeah. Because the biggest biggest stories right now, what's going on in the NBA? Right. You know what I'm saying? Milwaukee lost to Miami twice. Oh, my God. That's big news. You see what I'm saying? True. We have the NFL Combine that was happening during the week. That that almost took president. That's probably why oh, we lost a bunch, a bunch of viewers. Yeah. How, how do you think we get more viewers to watch it because it is good product and and my father he brought up a point to me he said do you think we can play more games not week not week to week do you think we can play more than one game a week so you play well they're playing well we're watching two two games a week no i mean each team she want the guardians to play dallas and then three days later houston that's his what he put forward but it's not always the same team it's a it's a rotating team because it's not it's not the nfl these guys aren't the you know purebred athletes that the nfl is looking for it's almost like it's a combine that these guys go to to get noticed well of course they are so there, there, look there's not one guy there who who's dreaming of xfl stardom yeah right right i know who it is those college players that want to get paid. It's Mar- yeah, it's, sure. It's Marquette King. <laughs> I mean, everybody's looking at that as an eye. And, and, and listen, if there's one guy who says he's here just for the XFL, they'll do a nice article about him. You know, right. and first chance he gets, he's going to jet. 
or become a jet. Ah, yeah, uh, that's about uh, the only place he could yeah. land. Yeah. <laughs> All right, now listen. I uh, I I had mentioned. Uh, I think PJ Walker is fantastic. Uh, twenty uh, twenty five for forty one, two hundred twenty nine yards, two scores uh, in a twenty seven twenty loss. And I, I mean, I, I watched this guy play. I think he's got great touch. I think he's a great quarterback. You know, he's a young guy. I think I think he's got some learning to do. But I think he's got a lot of upside. I think he's got a high ceiling. Y'all were trying to be like, well, Cam Phillips. <laughs> Cam Phillips. Well, he threw 41 passes. He targeted Cam Phillips three times, and Cam had one catch for nine yards. Because P.J. heard me. He actually heard me. Maybe he did. Yeah. Maybe he, he, he did. He heard you say spread it out. I just I think it's important to note PJ Walker doesn't need Cam Phillips. No, I just, he I has put Ali it and Lewis. So well, I I totally understand. Well, is, right. is that not that is more that that's great for him because we we did kind of put him in a box where he needs Cam to do well, and that's not the case. You certainly did. Right. Yeah. And I'm sorry, I'll take him back out of the box. You said we, and I think you meant you and OV. I'm a, I think I'm collectively a, we're a group here, Joe. No, I didn't. But let's not no, forget this other quarterback from your uh, St. Louis Battlehawks <laughs> of Tamu. Because yeah, he's great. He's great. At that guy, that guy's, a, that guy's a playmaker. I, yes. I, couldn't, I couldn't believe he didn't run that, that one in. I, I guess that was just in the moment, but... Wow. I see him sort of, oh, uh, who's the kid from the Saints Hill? Um, I'm sorry? Who's the Saints third Horn? string quarterback? Horn, right? Third string? Third string uh, Hill, the quarterback, the the kid. Seven. Oh, uh, 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 Taysom? Taysom uh, Hill, yes. thank you. Uh, I couldn't think of his first name. <laughs> I think he's uh, like running back, my bad. I, I sort of see Jordan Tamu in the NFL sort of in a similar role. I think he'd be fantastic in yeah. there. He's a great athlete. I mean, he's got great presence Great. I, I think I think there's definitely a spot for him in the NFL. Maybe not as a quarterback, but maybe as a hybrid guy that could do but a little I'm, bit of everything. I'm just curious how they're going to rate these XFL players with the current um, NFL combine and put that together. How would they come with that? Well, look, these guys would all be free agents, so they've got that going for them. I mean, free to sign with any team after the draft. I mean, they're going to start filling out rosters. And and this might be a bad year to be an undrafted college guy. Absolutely. If you're hurt. not on someone's list going into the draft, there's a good chance I would think, think these guys go with, to the with, XFL, yeah. right with the experience. Mm-hmm. And and again, there's going to be some guys that have stood out in the XFL. And there's I, I I can't imagine there wouldn't be opportunity in the NFL for those guys. I just feel like the NFL need to come to. An agreement with the XFL and make them look like the NBA D League. hundred percent. Yeah, I think that would be the best thing. But here's another thing, and that I was talking about yesterday with your boy Mike. Um, Mike Tipton, baby. Yes, he, he's in El Paso, Texas, doing it up with Fox Sports over there in the AM. Uh, but he mentioned, like, did we give time for people to miss football? No. No, we didn't. You know what I mean? Because he was like, we well, you know, we, we all into the Super Bowl. It's over. Then we jumped right into the XFL. Yes, we always want football every weekend. But was it too soon to start right after the Super Bowl? Or could we have waited later down the road? I am. I think anybody that knows me knows that baseball's my number one absolute love. And I... 
have been known to follow the the Cape Cod League. I, I try to be up on on you know all the different levels of minor league baseball talent wise. I don't watch the Arizona Fall League. No, I don't. I don't even attempt to find out what's happening until it's over and, and I hear who did what. Because for me, when the World Series is over, yeah, I need a little debriefer, especially if if my team's in the postseason. Mm-hmm. Now, I've already I've already expended a few more weeks of my life further than normal. Okay, uh, and as a Yankee fan, I mean, for like twenty years, that was so problematic in my life. Every October, I knew I needed to clear out weeks. As Red Sox fans, that wasn't a big problem. Listen, really, you're just going to go there now. I am. I'm Listen, sorry. I, had, this I, I, I started going. I couldn't stop. Yeah. We can talk about that on another time. Yeah. yeah fair enough. <laughs> uh, anyway. Um, but no, so so good stuff. Uh, we, we, we move now to third down. Yes, because you've got to get a delay again. Yeah, fair enough. <laughs> uh, viewership is down again. It's the third straight week. Uh, according to Showbuzz Daily, uh, the league's four games drew an average of 1.4 million viewers. Uh, well, that's a and a big drop uh, going Saturday into Sunday. Uh, Battle Hawks Dragons highest rated game. So I I guess the question is, you know, is it the competition of the NFL, college football, spring training baseball? An unusually uh, uh, nice weather pattern. Uh, thank goodness for global warming. I guess <laughs> really, there's been no snow. It's been you've been able to right. get outside. Uh, literally, all I don't think it snowed once in February, and nothing no, no. meaningful. Uh, and, and 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 so there's a lot going on. Yeah, we've talked about the gameplay. You know, we talked a little bit. I think too about the players and and the idea that it's hard to care and root for. A brand new team with guys I've never heard of. Well, we heard a few, but there's no standout. There's there's not. There's there's not a star in a team that we could say, hey, you remember this guy? Right. It's not there. And it's just the value of play because that's what's hurting. We're not getting what it was told that was going to happen. Yeah. We haven't had an overtime game. Everyone's in love with this kickoff. Kickoff rules. That's it's pretty. That's probably the only thing that's good right now because everything else is still the same right. as if we were watching the NFL. Right. Except for the stoppage of play. Right. The last two minutes. Sure. Right. Got it. A lot of drop passes. A lot of dumps. Um. The casual fan. It's tough. Is is the second those little things happen <laughs> is is going to turn change the channel. Right. They're going to see those guys drop and be like, you said bye. It. It's tough. I'm sorry. You said it. It's tough. You know why? That's how those coaches felt when they were trying to put in their fifty-three man roster. Oh yeah! yeah. Imagine <laughs> filling that thing out. Oh, how man. many how many guys that are never going to touch the mm. you know the the field? They're on that fifty-three man roster. <laughs> <laughs> they're just warming up the bench uh, for the QB. Uh, my, oh. my 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 uh, my my favorite moment. I mean, again, you know, uh, watching the coaches uh, for St. Louis on that stupid reverse uh, where he. That was he, so funny. <laughs> I mean, my you remember that see the coaches? They were I all that. on the all they laying like, down on the sideline. I mean, just <laughs> oh. Did you see him talk to the QB after the play? Yes. Because that made that made it fourth down. Oh my you ever been at a like a little league game and a kid runs up to like, third baseline? It was like, <laughs> oh what? Oh, nice job. I like that he he literally treated him like a like a little ten year old that 
<laughs> just made a mistake. He's like, listen, buddy, mm-hmm. I know you want to up your passer rating, mm-hmm. but run the ball. Yeah. He was like super yeah. condescending. <laughs> you know, I almost wonder why maybe some of these guys, especially on defense, you make a big defensive play and, you know, you get the microphone in your face. I mean, maybe these guys should have some. Let's say scripts. Oh, promos. But you know what I'm saying? Like now we're gonna talk about the old XFL. Well, no, no. I'm t- <laughs> oh, I'm telling you right now. I'm telling you right now. How do you draw those people in? How do you draw them in? You stick a mic in my face, and I'm I'm like a, I act like a character, and I say some I say some amusing things. Maybe I drop a freestyle or something. You know what I mean? <laughs> I know I, but maybe that's stupid, but. I, I just think, I, I, again, I'm thinking about what makes me care about anybody in the WWE. What makes yeah. you care? What makes me care about that person? Charisma. Right? That's true. Charisma. The, 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 the and, more and you put talent. yourself Ability. out there, mm-hmm. right, the better you do. And, the, and, and let's be honest, mm-hmm. the better you are on the mic. Yeah. I bet you if you named your top five right now, they're incredible talkers. The, yes. The Rock, Stone Cold, John Cena, CM right. Punk, and The Undertaker. That would be my top five. You know what's funny? I wasn't sure you were going sure to include The Undertaker because he's, he's not a huge talker as much as he's well, a huge presence. When he, when he talked, it right. was always incredible. Yeah. He's super, super eloquent. When he was the biker, the American dream I guy. Yeah. Amer- mm-hmm. No, American badass. All badass. I, well, I would like to see. <laughs> trying to keep it clean. I would like to see Vince bring some of that into the XFL. Make some of these guys, you know, I, I'm thinking of Deontay Wilder's costume walking into the, the Fury fight. I would love to see like the starting middle linebacker for the Vipers walk out like that. They can't come dressed out as a Viper. No, they can't because then their legs get tired and they won't go. Oh, out yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I heard. I heard that's true. I heard that's true. Also, I love that he's bringing that trainer who threw in the towel back, uh, even though he was like, he "Shouldn't have done it." Bro. Uh, he was because he was right. Um, anyways, yeah. So, so uh, look, at XFL. I, I really do think. Uh, you uh, know, I think they're going to survive the season for sure. And I think. Again, there, there's going to be some continuation in the next season. Again, my concern is what gets what gets pillaged. Is, is does all the best talent get moved out of this league, replaced by less talent of guys who weren't drafted? In the, in the, and and I hope it doesn't become it that. Does, it does. Because I want again, I need to start mm-hmm. connecting to players. And right. if it's going to be a revolving door, where you know, look, say Cardell Jones. Throws for 350 yards and three touchdowns the next six weeks. He's going to the NFL. So he's sitting on someone's bench, perhaps. Maybe he signs and he's he's competing for a job somewhere. He's not staying in the XFL. And that's the that's the problem with the sustainability of you love the Guardians. Right. Thank God Matt McGloin's their quarterback. Hard to get attached to that. But say Louis Perez goes off, finishes the season, takes New York on a run. Maybe he comes back next year. Right. Maybe he doesn't. Yeah, no, this is going to, it's going to be hard, but it's like being a fan of the Yard Goats. You know, you love these guys, but you're also happy to see them go on to the NFL and you still come back and watch the Yard Goats the next season. So 
you know, it, it's, a, it's a give and a take with this being a fan of this league because you're not going to have them forever. With the NFL put the salary cap in and they knew we were going to start getting the, and I'll never forget 1993 or 1998 rather Jesse Armstead became the first of what was referred to as the uh, uh, cap casualty. I'd never heard that term used before a cap casualty, getting rid of your best player, your captain, your starting middle linebacker because of money. And it was a whole new idea. The NFL started pushing the concept of team. You worship the team not the player. Mm-hmm. The NFL now, I mean, the, the average starting career uh, of players is three seasons. So there's a great amount of, there's a great deal of turnover outside of the quarterback and even maybe the the wide receiver position. You look at look at how how invaluable now running backs are. You you take out McCaffrey, Barkley, Elliott. I'm sure there's two or three more that uh, that aren't hit me right in the face right yeah. now. The rest of the, it's very they're expendable. Yep. Mm-hmm. You know you you you've got a guy like like uh, like Christine Michael and, and Matt Jones playing in this league. Where's the rest of those guys? Where's the rest of those guys, man? I, I I'm confused. You're making a great point there. And I would lo- again, I would love to see the NFL team up with the XFL. You know, uh, there, there's all sorts of guys sitting on benches. Yeah. And and it's like well we're we're never maybe we'll see what he does in in, in spring camp a couple exhibition games see what he's got you're gonna have players even the backup quarterbacks Des, it would be great right. you know I, I'm thinking about a guy like Kyle Oletta or the Giants who never got a chance in New York and and, and never was given an opportunity let the Guardians call him up he's already a known commodity right it, it would have made all the sense in the world to get a guy like that in there. So would you would you have the same eight teams, or would you expand it to have more to support the NFL? Not yet. Well, okay. I, I think if the NFL wants to partner up, and they can almost do partner cities, even even keep it more regional. So so what is there? Thirty two NFL teams, maybe sixteen XFL teams. I don't think you need to do that year one or year two. But I think ideally, if each team in a region, say Jets Giants, I mean they could pluck off the Guardians and. Put their guys on the plaque on the practice squad onto the the Guardians active roster. I think there'd be great benefit to the entire NFL, right? To, to get those guys a chance to play and and to know what your depth really looks like, especially when it comes to your backup quarterback. Yeah. Well, then that that goes by saying that if you do that, they either they could benefit from it or they could hurt them. The problem is, I think Vince McMahon is too stubborn. And too prideful to ever, ever do that. And and I, but I I think even he deep down has to know that the long term sustainability of of this league is going to be personalities. You know, I mean, as a Giants fan, we, we forgave the last five years of Eli Manning's career because of what happened in the beginning of it. We don't talk about that. We, we, (laughs) of course not, Tom Brady jersey. You know, uh, we we yeah. forgave those last five years because he, we loved the guy. We knew the guy, and, and we knew what he was and what he became. It's hard to get crazy about Matt McGloin and, and, and Louis Perez. No, for it's, sure. it's hard to for be sure. passionate about that. I think if you're going to put microphones on the field, I think you utilize them 
to get to know these guys. Right. But what was going also, through your head on an interception? I, I don't know. I wanted to catch the ball, moron. What do yeah. you think? What do you think I was thinking? But some of them need some media time. They need some training there. Absolutely. They're, they're really and, and, and Vince should be all over that because right. I really do think that that, that, is, that is key to the success of the XFL. All, all right. right. Here we are, boys. Fourth down. We did it. Yeah. Yeah, we Pick did. time. So uh, coming up uh, Saturday, the first of the games, 2 o'clock game on ABC, it is the Seattle Dragons, who are now just 1-3. They're taking on the Houston Roughnecks, the undefeated Houston Roughnecks, 4-0. Tyler, we'll start with you because you always pick the winner. Yes, you're dang right. So now that I know that, I'll start with you. Then I'll listen to OV and decide what <laughs> I'm going to pick. I Go. am going with... Houston, five and zero. They're going to take it to Seattle, beat Seattle, and I don't. I, I think I'm going to say handily again. Uh, I'm going to go thirty-two to thirteen. Okay, thirty-two thirteen. Ob, how's this one playing out? Oh man, are you going to disagree with me, sir? Houston thirty-two, Seattle sixteen. Oh, okay. They're at Houston. They are very comfortable at home, and they'll just. Wipe the floor with the with the dragons for sure. Yeah, uh, Seattle is definitely got some issues going on. I do think that. Well, I think Houston is the best team in the league, and don't think it's. I think it's close. I think them in Seattle. Uh, I did it again. You you just can't. I think them in St. Louis are neck and neck on this. <laughs> um, I've got the Roughnecks. Yeah, in a twenty-eight to twelve victory. Uh, over the Seattle Dragons. Gorgeous. All right. Uh, in the afternoon game on Saturday, the Dallas Renegades 2-2 two and two will play host to your New York Guardians, also 2-2. Two and two. And, and finally, uh, having broken that two-game losing streak, how's this one playing out? Give me the score, Tyler. I, it hurts me. It hurts me. But I, I am going to. I'm kidding. I'm taking New York. Of course you are. <laughs> I'm taking New York, even though I believe it's at Dallas. Yes, correct? it is. It's at it Dallas. wouldn't be a Clovercrest Media podcast about football if one guy didn't always pick the team <laughs> right. he loves and not the one he knows is going to win. I love that about Listen, you. Listen, I'm taking the Guardians. And I'm just, I'm always going to put them in close games because then it won't hurt as much. Fair. Uh, I'm going to put that at a 26 25 finish. That's Guardians. a good one. Whoa. Wow. All right. Impressive. Um, heck yeah. It was interesting to say the least. <laughs> I think the Guardians are going to be going more air this time around. Uh-huh. Uh huh. Still keeping it to balance, but for Dallas, I think they're going to be focused more on the run game. But the Guardians defense do have a good run stop defense. So. I'll go 24-20, Guardians over Renegades. Wow. Yeah. Proud of you. Man. Welcome. Will the intro be me <laughs> next week saying I'm the only guy in this show to take the Dallas Renegades? 22-15 is the score. 22-15. to 15. Yeah. Wow. Shut them down. Yeah. You remember we had this conversation last week when yeah. I told you, and I was right. Yeah, I think you need to change that score a little bit. I like it. <laughs> I won't. How about Listen, that? I like Vince McMahon in negotiation. I'm not budging an inch. Fair enough. <laughs> not an inch. All right, then on Sunday, uh, the early game is the 3-1 and St. Louis Battlehawks 
taking on them D.C. defenders. Can Cardell Jones turn it around? Tyler. Yes, he can. Really? I am taking D.C. in the upset here. Because why the heck not? They played so well in their first two weeks. I think they just got too confident. They came in with their chests puffed. And the second loss here was just, it had to be just disheartening to that whole crew. So they're going to revamp their, their playbook, get back on their feet. I'm going to go 21 to 17 in favor of DC. Wow. All right. Cardell Jones. I love it. Come back. I'd love to see it. I, he's, he's, my, he's my favorite player in the league. There we go. It's happening. He is. I don't know. Ask, ask me why. Can we call you a DC fan then? I thought you was a PJ Walker fan. Well, I do. Yeah, I don't know. It's it's tied. I didn't know PJ Walker before this league, to be fair. No, of course not, until I mentioned him. But Cardell Jones, I did know. Right. Right. Ohio State. And I felt for him. I think everybody still do feel feel for him. Good. We all should. But they're going to feel even more when they lose <laughs> they're gonna the, feel the Battle Hogs. 22 to 18 is the oh. final score. Oh, good game. But then man. again, I won't be surprised if they get shut out again with that attitude. Yeah. They got to they gotta humble mm-hmm. up a little bit. I got uh, I got the run game with the Battle Hawks just dominating this football game. 31-16. I like being alone. Yeah, that's good. <laughs> out on an island. <laughs> All right, in the final game of the weekend, the Tampa Bay Vipers, who were getting close, finally got their first win of the season. They take on the L.A. Wildcats, who uh, have have sort of put it back together. They were a disaster after week one. You got a little more optimistic with week two, week three getting better, or they uh, they got the win of week three. Right. Uh, a, a tough game here in week four, uh, a winnable game. Had a chance late even to win that football Just game. A it was botch. wild as all as all heck. But uh who's going to one and four, Tyler? The team who is going to lose is the Wildcats. I'm taking Tampa once again. I think they're gonna come in and I'm telling you, you watch. They look good. And I think the uh, the Wildcats, while they didn't look great, I think they did have a bunch of really bad calls. That didn't go their favor against the Guardians. I'll take it, though. Um, But I I just don't think they have the same energy that the Tampa Bay Bay Vipers have right now. They're hot, and they're excited. Every time they score, it's an entire team celebration. So those guys are having fun, and for that reason, I'm taking Tampa. Uh, I forgot what the question was. You asked me who's going to win. Right. You asked me, actually, you asked me who's going to lose. I did, didn't I? (laughs) I went the reverse on that. I'm taking Tampa Bay. Okay. Oh, yeah. 35-29. Wow. Who else are they playing? Are they playing that second game? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, right? They're going to play the second game, according to my dad. This is going to be probably the game of the week. I think both these teams got something to prove. They're one and three. Cornelius versus Josh Johnson, Josh man. Josh Johnson, that's Who, again, right. to me, is proving why he's not in the NFL. But Josh Johnson always plays well at home, and that's why I picked them to win. I got the Wildcats 22-16 to 16 over the Vipers. Oh. Well, let me finish it off here, then, with my thought. Um, Where you I've jumping? Got, I like Tampa Bay. Yeah. I feel really good about Tampa Bay. I got a win at a closey, 1916. Woohoo. I like it. 1916. I like so that I a lot. It. 
That's how I'm seeing it. Well, you, who you said it was? Tampa Bay, 1916. I'm by myself on this one. You're Looks on an like island. Just, I think all of us have one island. Fair enough. I'll die know. on my hill. <laughs> I'm happy where I'm at. Well, I'm going to come back as a champ on this one, so you'll see. Guaranteed, I'll be the champ. Oh, yeah? No, I'm sweeping. Get out of here. Um, let's go, DC. Let's play one more game before we're done, then. Uh, who's Who do you expect to be the star of the week? Who's going to be the standout performer? Ooh. Who you, who you liking? What are you thinking? How you feeling? Anybody got anybody? I, okay. okay I, uh, hot take. Perez, let's 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 stole my thunder, man. Yeah, <laughs> I think he's gonna come out and they're gonna sling, like you said earlier. I I don't think they're gonna run as much, um, and he's gonna have these just like beautiful, just bread basket passes that are gonna make him look great. So that's that's who I'm who I'm thinking. Uh, Tamu, I think Tamu is gonna be outstanding both ways. I mean, he he could run it, he could throw it. I think they're they're very comfortable. That all entire offense is very comfortable. They don't they don't get into pressure. They keep running that ball, hitting you hard. Sure. And uh, you know what happens when they keep running the ball? The receivers are going to get open, and that's what's going to happen. I'm yeah, eventually. You. you know, you're right. I'm expecting a huge week out of my man, PJ Walker. <laughs> I think he starts to cement the MVP status that I that I feel like he's he's been working his way towards. That's how I'm saying. It could happen. It could happen, but look at what happened this last week where in the second half they only had 35 total yards. So that's a big concern. They they're trying to they're they're fingering out the roughnecks. So I won't be surprised if they actually got their first loss this weekend. All right. Well, we shall see. Make sure you uh, join us on Facebook at All Four Downs. You can also follow us on Twitter. Give us a follow at All Underscore Downs. You can also visit CleverChristMedia.com backslash All Four Downs and HHWShow.com. You'll also find the link. You'll also find uh, you you write some great stuff, man, uh, about both the XFL and the WWE. Uh, dude, such a huge fan, and it's such a good read. Um, it, 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 you know what I love about you is is the passion that you have for that stuff. You really does. It's a, <laughs> I'm telling you, it, it, it's a beautiful thing, nah, and and I keep I promising you. Um, I'm gonna get back into wrestling. All right. Uh, I keep it's saying it. It's all about it. making Clovercrest the best. Hell yeah, baby. <laughs> uh, Clovercrestmedia.com. Hey, you want to start your own podcast? We could certainly help you out with that. Uh, and unbelievably, uh, no studio costs ever. Oh my yeah. gosh. Not even, not even iHeart could play that game. Oh, I'm just saying. He just dropped. For Tyler Bard and Ovi Munez, I'm Joe McGuire. Thanks so much for checking us out on All Four Downs. <laughs>